0: biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One iHeart Country Jason Aldean Keith Urban Jelly Roll it, Old Dominion Lady A Riley Green Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center, Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: Everyone knows big tech is abusing its outsized power, suppressing conservative voices, and crushing our right to free speech. But who's actually doing something about it? Today, we hear from the man leading the legal fight against Silicon Valley one of our country's top personalities and social media giant in his own right. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. I am here today with DC Drano, aka Rogan O'Hanley, someone that I've known for some time and arguably one of the biggest conservative personalities currently in the United States. Rogan, thank you so much for joining us today here on Luna Talks.
3: Thank you for having me on, Anna. It is an honor.
1: So, real quick, your story—I think when a lot of people see your social media account, they wonder how did someone get, you know, like you get so big. But obviously, there's, you know, an underlying, I think, basis of you being obviously very, very pro America, but also to you're an attorney, correct? That's right. So, how did an attorney from Hollywood get into memeing?
3: <laughs> well, uh, I will say years of a lot of work every day. Uh, you know I've been doing this for about uh, five years. and you know people ask me like, oh, when did you go viral? When did you blow up? And it's just like it's a thousand followers every few days and then it ends up being a thousand followers every day after a few years. So it is just kind of a grind and then eventually you look back and you know you see that. but I was an attorney in Hollywood. And I was, you know, I've always been conservative, but was very upset with how President Trump was being treated by the media, how people weren't allowed to support him openly on social media and working in Hollywood. It's especially constricted in terms of what you can say or do if you're not a communist. (laughs) And so I just got really frustrated and I created DC Drano as an outlet on Instagram because I thought memes were one of the best ways to communicate i still think that's true uh, you know you look at the cavemen they wrote drew pictures on the walls and you know, <laughs> we still use that stuff today people like visual mediums to that's why movies are popular etc so i started to do it and after like 6 months i you know had 40 50,000 followers and i was like whoa there's actually something here and i felt like i was living a double life So I ultimately decided to just take the plunge and uh, pursue this full time and just try and advocate for people's constitutional rights nationwide with my legal knowledge and, you know, get out of the corporate grind and do everything I could to help save America from socialism. Because what we're seeing today is what's actually worse. It's communism. Uh, they're, They're really, really trying to turn America into a communist country. And, you know, people like us have to step up and stop it.
1: So really quickly, before we get into the weeds of really what's happening, I think on social media with this communist movement, I want to ask you, what was your mom's initial reaction? Did you freak out? Because I mean, you went to a great law school, right? Like top law school, obviously like prodigy child. And then you're like, I'm just going to go make memes.
3: Well, she thought I was a little crazy, <laughs> uh, which is why I didn't tell a lot of people what I was doing. You know, I, I went to university of Chicago law school and uh, you know, a lot of the people I graduated with are now partners at very prestigious law firms charging, you know, six, seven hundred, maybe a thousand dollars an hour. And I decided to break away from that and go post memes about stuff I believe in very strongly. And so uh, my mom kind of, you know, we don't agree politically. Uh, we don't let politics get in between us, which is something I think all people should do, not let the media divide you from your own family. Um happens far too much, but, uh, you know, she said, you can always go back to being a lawyer and thought about it and that's partially true, but I guarantee there's a lot of places that wouldn't want to hire me now that, uh, you know, I've expressed myself freely on social media.
1: Well, I think you don't have to worry about going back to being an attorney anytime soon because if I have my estimate as to what you'll be doing, I think you're probably the next Hannity. So to kind of move from there, you have a massive case going on. I actually saw you just posted something about it. So you basically were targeted by the Biden administration, by the state of California, and they colluded with Twitter essentially to get you banned off Twitter, correct?
3: As crazy as that sounds, that is exactly correct. So I was banned off Twitter for election integrity issues back in February, and Judicial Watch two months later released some emails that they had requested under a public records request from the state of California that showed the Secretary of State's office, which handles elections in California, had specifically targeted me saying DC Drano is spreading misinformation about California elections. They sent that to Twitter. Twitter then flagged my post and I was ultimately banned uh, maybe a month and a half later because of my views on election integrity. Now think about this. I am a licensed attorney in the state of California. I am criticizing constitutional procedures, how our elections work. I said we should have election audits which are now happening nationwide and should be happening every election, every year, every time. And the state of California said, well, this is just misinformation that he wants an election audit. And they sent it to Twitter and then Twitter took me down. Now, here's the better part or the worst part (laughs) is that the Biden campaign's main campaign consultant, SKD Knickerbocker, was already in a contractual relationship with the state of California to provide the names and posts of people that were spreading misinformation. So tax dollars were spent to pay Biden's campaign firm to target political enemies to then use the government to have them censored on social media. And a lot of people say, well, Twitter's a private company, they can do what they want. No, no, the government was involved and anyone working with the government on that is called a joint state actor. And that is a violation of the First Amendment. Congress and the state's, shall make no law abridging freedom of speech and they shall not silence your freedom of speech except in extremely rare circumstances like death threats, stuff like that. So uh, this was just criticism of elections and we have our first federal hearing, December 16th in federal court. And we're gonna determine whether or not we go to trial or the thing gets dismissed, fingers crossed, I think we're gonna be able to go to trial.
1: Ah, That's so exciting. If this is true, then ultimately, which it is true, but if this is the case, ultimately, you would be basically one of those first cases, I think, to establish precedence for actual legislation and then also, too, that could actually take down Twitter. So my fingers are crossed.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The Supreme Court has said in non-controlling opinions, Justice Thomas in a, a concurring opinion, said, we do want to look at Section 230 and its constitutionality, because I don't think there's anyone in America that doesn't believe that big tech is the most powerful force on planet Earth. And I don't say that hyperbolically. They silenced the sitting president of the United States, got away with it and had no repercussions. That's insane. That should not be able to happen the sitting president could not speak to the American people on these platforms. That's wrong. Uh, And they've just gotten, you know, they've gotten too, too comfortable with this censorship stuff. So I fortunately we have smoking gun emails. The problem is this is systemic, right? This is systemic oppression of conservative viewpoints, whether or not this gets to the Supreme court. I do think that the federal court, if we win, will be able to change things for everyone so that other people can sue, it'll create more opportunities. So no matter what, I'm not settling, I don't care how much money they offer me if they do, but uh, we're we're taking this all the way and we're gonna make sure that people have more freedom of speech
1: love to hear it speaking of why twitter won't censor one candidate but will censor others i want to ask you about a clip i found of joe biden referring to a famous baseball player from what i gather in a very derogatory way but i have to take a quick break so we'll be right back stay tuned
0: Biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. iHeart Country. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: All right, Rogan. So I'm going to play you this clip real quick that I found. It's of Joe Biden. Well, I won't just hear it. Just listen to the clip.
0: Thank you for your service to our country. And I just want to tell you, I know you're a little younger than I am, but, uh, you know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro Leagues went on to become a great pitcher in the pros into the Major League Baseball after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Paige. And Satchel Page on his... 47th birthday, pitched a win against Chicago. <laughs> and all the press went in and said, Satch, it's amazing. 47 years old. No one's ever,
1: ever pitched a win at age 47. All right. Did you catch that? He called Satchel Page the N word. Um,
3: well, one <laughs> variation of the N word. Uh, yes. You know, there, there was a baseball league called the Negro Leagues. Uh, but I think uh, most would agree that calling a black person that term today uh, Inappropriate. Is, is not acceptable. And I would just say that if this was said by President Trump, it would be the only thing we hear about on the media for the next two weeks. And they would call him a racist 24-7. But we both know that's not going to happen to Joe Biden.
1: Exactly. And it's not the first time that he's made these comments. Obviously, leading up to the 2020 election cycle, he was making other comments saying that if you don't vote for me, you're not black. He's been known. In fact, I think Kamala Harris called him racist. Interesting how that conversation doesn't continue. Do you think that with everything you're doing with social media and now what's happening with Twitter? I mean, if our Congress doesn't get a hold of big tech and the overreach that they currently have, do you think that our country's in trouble?
3: Oh, I think it is one of the biggest issues that did not get addressed under President Trump was censorship of conservatives. Um, I, I tend to think that if we had protected free speech on social media more, uh, he'd be sitting in the Oval Office despite all the election irregularities. I think it would have been overwhelming. Um, but it's it's probably the most important issue because without free speech you know uh what did george washington say you know dumb and blind we are you know but sheep led to the slaughter and if you are not allowed to criticize your government so you know right now so many times on social media if you say something against joe biden that isn't exactly perfectly accurate and even then if you just criticize gas prices they'll say well Fact check, One hundred these yeah. are just seasonal adjustments. This is not Joe Biden's fault. Or fact check on inflation. This is just transitory, not Joe Biden's fault. They are literally covering for the government, for a corrupt government. And that's how far out of whack this has gotten. And the Supreme Court, in their concurring opinion, talked specifically about Section 230 and how these social media platforms apply labels to posts, right? So part of their liability protection is that they're treated as platforms. They just allow things to be said. They can't be held liable if someone says something illegal. But when they start intervening so aggressively and apply these labels, fact checks, missing context, or they delete it or whatever, especially when it's just criticizing the government, What's the difference between that and the New York Times? They're a publisher. They're putting information out that perfectly conforms with their opinions and viewpoints. That is not what Section 230 is about. So I am hoping my case is able to help start that uh, transition into more protections for free speech, but absolutely the GOP, when they retake Congress, needs to pass legislation that protects our rights to speak freely on social media.
1: So you do think, and I think you have a pretty good idea of the flow of what the public and the American people are feeling right now. I know that your account, I mean, if that was to be a focus group, it'd be a pretty solid focus group. You have how many followers? 2.5 million followers.
3: I have 2.1 million followers on Instagram, but at least 3 million overall when you factor in Facebook, Getter parlor youtube all the app. apps
1: okay so you're seeing that there will be a red wave i know bannon had projected that it's about what we're supposed to pick up maybe 55 seats in the house alone based on what happened in virginia what are your predictions for the 2022 election cycle
3: i think ana paulina luna is going to win <laughs> in a landslide flip a blue seat and lead the charge for a massive red wave across this country. (laughs) There's a reason Charlie Crist isn't running against her this cycle. There's a reason Nancy Pelosi is considering retiring. There's a reason Rachel Maddow is retiring in April. There's a reason Brian Williams is retiring soon. There are a lot of people that saw, they already knew this, but they saw what happened in Virginia and it is all but certain That there's going to be a red wave because the American people are fed up with what they are seeing being done to their country, to their children, to their pocketbooks, they're done and they're going to put common sense back in charge.
1: Okay. I love to hear it. And I think that more people also too, this is kind of the win that we all needed because when you see what's happened, I think from the time that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris set foot in the white house, it's just been one after the other, after the other of just negative, negative news out of that white house. And we know that Joe Biden is sympathetic to China. You can see everything with the legislation, with this crazy infrastructure bill, it is literally not for the American Is anything but that I have to take one last commercial break. And then I want to ask you, you how others can get involved. We'll be right back.
0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. iHeart Country. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Loud, Jelly Roll old dominion lady a riley green ashley mcbride brothers osborne walker hayes all hosted by bobby bones at austin's moody center saturday may 4th stream only on hulu starting at 8 p.m eastern 5 pacific
1: All right, Rogan. So as the leader of the free media, which you truly are on social media, obviously there may be people listening to this that might be looking at basically leaving their jobs or they see what's happening with everything, with these mandates to where they are nervous about taking that first step. What is your advice to them?
3: I think the first thing they should ask themselves is are they able to answer their kids one day proudly when their kids ask, mom, dad, what did you do when communism started taking over America? Did you sit back and just work your job and collect your paychecks and hope it doesn't come for you? Or did you step up and push back in whatever way you could, whether that's being an elected official, whether that's working on the election system, whether that's being a volunteer for campaigns, whether that's being a donor for campaigns, whether that's being someone that posts on social media, someone that writes op-eds, someone that creates videos, everyone can do something. And I will tell you the most powerful force in the world is the awakened American people. We are slow to move, but once we get moving, we are unstoppable. The American people have accomplished anything, any major challenge has been overcome by the American people in the last 250 years, starting from our founding, continuing through World War II and into today. We are now at another crossroads, a massive uh, uh, existential threat to our way of life is here within our borders. Are you going to step up and stand up for freedom and pass on that freedom to your children so that they can enjoy it? Or are you gonna sit back and let it all just happen and wish one day when you're old that you had actually done more to stop it. I hope you make the right decision.
1: Well, if that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. Everyone, make sure you follow Rogan O'Hanley at DC Drano. You're on let's see, Parlor, Facebook, Twitter, Getter, Instagram. Where else are you? YouTube?
3: Everything except Twitter.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everything except for Twitter. All right. Well, everyone, give him a follow. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Luna Talks, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you, Anna. Before we go, I want to thank DC Drano again for such a great interview. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. To hear more of my episodes and get my weekly newsletter, go to Gingrich360.com Anna. You can also find me on Twitter, Parler, Getter, Facebook, and Instagram at Real Anna Paulina. And a special thank you to our producer, Robert Brosky, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers, Debbie Myers, and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich360 Network. Part of the Gingrich360 Network.
0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. iHeart Country. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green. Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.